hello and welcome to episode 28 of the At Least You Didn't podcast. I'm Caroline Verdon. I'm Annabelle Buckland. Episode 28. Where has that gone? How have we got 28 episodes worth of horrendously embarrassing lifetime dramas, Caroline? That is what I want to know. (laughs) It's tragic, isn't it? Like I keep thinking it's got to end soon. The well has got to run dry. (laughs) And sadly, every single week new things happen. So this podcast is about our embarrassing stories, those terrible things that we've all done, but most people will keep it deathly silent and never tell another living soul. And instead, we tell each other and we tell you on the podcast every single week. Maybe we're brave. Maybe we're stupid. (laughs) I think we both know. Maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's at least you didn't. That's the new jingle. Make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast so that you never miss a chance to feel better about your own lives by listening to the horrendous stories from ours. And you can also get in touch with us on the socials. We are at At Least You Didn't on everything and share your stories with us. What's on this week's episode? At Least You Didn't show yourself up in the supermarket. Have an unfortunate collision with a cockatiel. Or prove yourself to be extremely gullible. At least you didn't. Have a crush on Mick Hucknall. Carpet burn your lady bits. At least you didn't show the coppers your tits. It could be worse. Right, Caroline, at least you didn't show yourself up in the supermarket. Mm. So I had not long had Arthur. I was really tired. This is my excuse. Okay, I'm getting him in early. I feel like this is how all of your stories start. <laughs> I was so tired. I've always But somehow, tired. and it's almost like you, it's almost like you start all of your stories with, this is just something that every single <laughs> new mother has done. We, we've all done it. And I feel like at some point this excuse has to, has to stop. Okay. And it, yeah. and it needs to not be because you are tired, but it needs to almost just be because it's you. Yeah, I think you're right. So um, so I was really tired uh, <laughs> and I'd woken up in the morning and it was one of those days where I'd lost, com- I completely lost track of time and I'd been wandering around the house in my pants and suddenly realised, oh God, I've got things to do and I need to, you know, get a wriggle on. And I'd washed, I'm saying this now so you don't think I'm really grim. I'd washed my hair and had a shower the night before. And so I thought in the morning, do you know what? Screw it. I'm just sticking some clothes on and getting out the door. Just, I'm just doing it. I'm an animal. I've only got who to go would, and do the food shop. Who would shop. have a shower the next day? If you've showered in the evening, why would you possibly need to shower the next oh, day? Oh, my husband does. Unless you sleep in a skip. <laughs> no, Rob does all the time. He's like, no, because then you've got like overnight sweat. You need to like wash that off. Anyway, um, I digress. Um, so I chuck my clothes on and we all know that jeans can be worn more than once because, you know, jeans. Um, so I chucked on the jeans that I'd worn the day before and I chucked the top on and I picked up Arthur and we went off. The first job was go to the supermarket. And so I'm in the supermarket with him, which is a stress supermarket shopping with a small child. Um, I've realized, you know, over the years, there's something if I just go off on a tangent with you here, there's something that my dad has said to me 
what was the point in your performing arts degree? Um, and he said that to me multiple times. And now that I have children, the answer is this is what it's been preparing me for. Because shopping with small children means you have to wander around going, oh, we're in a rocket, not a supermarket trolley. Quick, we're going to go into space. Five, four. Like it takes all your attention. Like you've never dramaed like you've dramaed before with a child in a supermarket trolley. So I'm going around <laughs> trying to make this fun and interesting and for him not to kick off. Anyway, um, he was at that sort of stage where he didn't really want to be in a trolley. He wanted to walk, but he wasn't really great at walking and he was just blatantly going to fall over. So every now and then, just to appease him, I had to take him out the trolley and let him walk for a bit. And then we put him back in the trolley so that we could do, you know, <laughs> rocket takeoffs. Mm. Um, and we got to the till and rocket takeoffs were no longer fun. And it's a really long queue. And we finally make it up to the little conveyor belt thing that you have to put your shopping on. And I'm stood there putting stuff on the conveyor belt and he stood on the floor um, sort of wandering round my legs as kids do, like entwining in between your legs, basically trying to make you fall over just to break a limb, uh, but pretending... That, God, they're annoying. Aren't they just? But pretending that they're really cute. Um, and I felt him tugging at my trouser leg, like at the bottom of my trouser leg, and it was annoying. But at least whilst he was tugging, I knew where he was. And therefore, I could just continue quickly putting all these items but onto the shopping, onto the conveyor belt. Quick, put them on, quick them on. Obviously, you've got to do that thing where you make sure that the unhealthy food has been sandwiched between like a lettuce and, um, you know, like one of those Pakistan fried veg. So you look like you definitely are a wholesome family. So I was doing that and working out that Jenga game. Um, and I heard someone behind me guffaw. Like they didn't laugh. They full on guffawed. Like belly laughed absolutely out of nowhere and I thought they're having a nice day continue putting my shopping on and then it turned from like a guffaw into like a snigger and they just didn't stop and Arthur he's no longer pulling at my clothes um he's singing I'm the king of the castle which is fine I'm the king of the castle and you're the dirty rascal I'm like yeah fine crack on with this Crack on with this. Finish putting the stuff on. Push the trolley forward. Turn round to pick him up. <laughs> and I realised that whilst he was tugging at my trouser legs, <laughs> what he had noticed was that yesterday's pants, Annabelle. Oh! <laughs> were in the trouser legs. And he had not only removed it, much of the hilarity, like removed my massive granny pants, much of the hilarity of the people behind me in the queue, but he had then proceeded to put my pants on his head as though they were a crown. And that is why he was singing, I am the king of the castle. And so then in, in the queue in Asda, we had to have a fight over me trying to make him remove my pants from his, my dirty pants from his head in the middle of a supermarket with him going, no mummy, crown, no mummy, crown. It was awful. It was awful. <laughs> so No, Arthur, humiliation. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I always, always check a trouser leg. That's my top tip for you today. Always check a trouser leg. God. At least you didn't, and I love this one for the alliteration, 
have an unfortunate collision with a cockatiel. How do I tell this story? (laughs) Okay, so um, this is going back to when Annabelle was 15, 16, living at home, obviously. This story is so bad, Um, I just need to point out you're now talking about yourself in the third person just to make yourself feel better about it. (laughs) So I look forward to this. Disassociate myself from this woman. <laughs> okay, so I I was obsessed with birds. Okay. Okay. Loved. <laughs> Not where I thought this was going, but fine. <laughs> no, side note, I was actually a member of the Young Ornithologists Club and I used to get a monthly magazine wow. teaching me about birds. Oh, so cool, Annabelle. <laughs> Did you say you were bullied at school? Yeah. I did. <laughs> yes, for many different things, but I managed to keep my membership at the YOC under wraps. Oh, the YOC. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is unrelated, but still relevant, and I stand by it. So I had a pet cockatiel. I was absolutely obsessed with her. She was a legend. Her name was Fern and she was my best friend, okay? She she lived in my bedroom with me and any time I was in my room, she'd be out of her cage and she was a real companion, okay? I was an only child and I really... I really needed my my pet friends around me. You know, teenage life is hard. You've got racing hormones, life is confusing and Fern helped me make sense of the world. (laughs) Oh my God, Annabelle. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. She was my precious girl. So one evening I was in my bedroom doing my homework at my desk on my little computer and um, I was just kind of zoned out I was you know I was focused on what I was doing I wasn't really sure where she was I hadn't seen her for a while but that like I say it wasn't unusual she was out and about all the time just going about her business poodling around in my room and this particular piece of work I'm working on I need to get one of my um books from my school bag to just ref- like cross-reference something. And I keep putting it off because I can't be bothered to move. So I keep just moving on to different parts, but I know I've got to just go and get this bloody book and just get this bit of this homework finished. So my rucksack is on my bed, which is behind me. So I need to wheel my computer chair across the floor to grab my rucksack. Yeah. And I did it and I... It was kind of one of those spontaneous movements, you know, when you've been thinking about doing something for ages and then you just suddenly you just do it and it just happens really quickly. I don't know if that happens to you. That's like when I'm when I'm like in bed in the mornings and I know that I need to get up and I'm just lying there going, God, get up. I you just need to get up. For goodness sake, just get up. And then before you know it, you get up. This was yep. one of those times. So I catapulted myself across my bedroom floor on my computer chair and I hear the most horrendous almighty squawk Mm. and my heart has leapt into my mouth because I have never heard Fernie make that noise before. My God, it was a blood curdling. And I looked down 
and I just saw this giant feather on the floor by itself, just just like a giant feather. And then I looked even clo- even more closely at it and I realised that's not just a feather, that's a combination of feathers otherwise referred to as the tail of a cockatiel. <gasps> and then I looked a little bit further round behind me and there is my best friend waddling around a little wobbly little cockatiel torso. And no tail, no feather. With no tail. Did you have to take to the vets? Could she fly? I've got so many questions. We took her straight to the vets and like my heart was racing in the car. She seemed absolutely fine, but she's a bird with no tail and that's not right. So I was terrified. Luckily, she was she was fine, but it was horrible because she used to sit on my shoulder and then she couldn't balance. So I just had to like cup her in my hands and just let her sit on my lap. <laughs> I'm just picturing her flying around and flying into things because she can't balance. <laughs> did you have one of those mirrors in the cages that birds use to look at themselves in? And did she stop looking at it because she was just too <laughs> embarrassed? Oh, no. <laughs> Okay, Caroline, at least you didn't prove yourself to be really gullible. Okay, so Rob and I had been dating for maybe six months and his parents came down south to see him and that meant I was going to meet his parents. For the first time. Yeah, and I was really nervous about this because I liked him a lot and... He seemed to get on quite well with his parents. So mm. I figured I need to get on quite well with them too. Mm. So I was Russia. really nervous. And ahead of meeting them, I just asked him like loads of questions. Now, at this point, I was living in Bournemouth and I hadn't been any further north. Like I'd been to Birmingham once. And as far as I was right. concerned, London was north, you know? Okay. So I said to him, what was it, you know, just just tell me some things about your parents. Like, what was it like? You know, you grew up in a village. What was village life like? I've never lived in a village. And he went, wow. Um, we all did... Uh, Magic mushrooms. <laughs> sword dancing. Sword and I said, dancing. What? I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, every village, like, you know how you get like Morris men... Um, it's sort of like the equivalent for the North and every village had their own special dance, like a sword dance. And so on a Sunday afternoon, um, you'd, you know, you'd go out and people would practice sword dancing. I was like, well, everyone. And he was like, well, no, not everyone. Obviously, that'd be ridiculous. But there were probably about, in my village, 70 or 80 of us that every Sunday would get together and practice. And then when it came to like events like i don't know a school's having a summer fete or whatever uh you'd perform at the fates and then there were also some like northern sword dance competitions that would take place i was like oh <laughs> and what perfectly like, plausible like what what is sword dancing it was like well it's basically like morris dancing only you put swords down on the floor and you jump over them oh so do you have your own sword? And he went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got my own sword. It's like it's got my name on it. Like, wow. <laughs> okay. Um, so do you like? Do you like? You've got brothers and sisters. Do they? Do they do it? 
He went, no, not 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 so much. It was really sort of just a just a me and my dad thing, because um, my dad is one of the village elders. Um, he's like, so you can ask my dad about that. I was like, right, okay, I'll definitely ask your dad about that. Yeah, um, I'll definitely ask your ask your dad about his sword. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, do I have anything in common with your parents? Like, is there? Is there like what about your mum? Like, is there anything you mum and I have in common that I can talk to your mum about? And he said, um, my mum absolutely detests socks and sandals. Like, she cannot abide people wearing socks and sandals. And I was like, I mean, I would never wear socks and sandals, but a bit of a weird thing to have such a hatred for. And he's like, honestly, he she can't bear it. It's like a phobia. It's like, how bizarre. It's like, so, you know, tell her you don't like socks and sandals and that'll work out well. And you'll be aware. And I was like, okay, these are two really weirdly weird things to talk to your parents about. But, you know, I really want to get on with them and I really want to make a good impression. So um, we went out for lunch with Rob's parents and we met them. Uh, we sat inside this restaurant that was on the seafront and we sat outside and it was summer, but it was a bit chilly. So I thought, well, here's my in. Here is my in. So I said, oh, it is a bit chilly today, isn't it? If only, eh? If only you could wear socks with your sandals. Obviously, wouldn't do that. That is gross, isn't it? Socks and sandals. Who does socks and sandals? Oh, no, this is so cringe. This is so cringe. So... Rob's mum has to wear special socks with her shoes, like tights, like knee-length <gasps> tights with her shoes. She was wearing sandals with these, like, tights that I hadn't noticed because they were skin-coloured. Oh, my God. He full-on set you up? 100% set me up. So she was then like, oh, um, no, uh, yes, no. I mean, I, I only do it because I have to do it, you know, like for medical reasons. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Thanks very much. Thanks very much, Rob. So um, I thought I've got to, like, I just don't know what's happened there. I've obviously, I've obviously misunderstood him. Give up with her because you've, you know, I've ruined that's, it. that's dead in the water. Never yeah. coming back from that. Try your no. luck with the dad. Try your luck with the dad. Um, so um, you're obviously, you know, you, you, you're down for the weekend, but I hear you've got to get back in time for the sword dancing. <laughs> His dad went, what? Oh, we can't cope. And I was we like, can't cope. you know, the village sword dancing that you do every weekend. Because you're a village elder. I love the idea of you telling of you telling him things that at this point you believe are true. So at this point you are literally telling him something that he already knows about himself. Yeah, you're a village elder, aren't you? Aren't you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> at that point, Rob lost it. <laughs> And couldn't stop laughing. But the, you know, the the weird thing about it is, like, Rob is a practical joker. Mm. But his parents are not. <laughs> so it wasn't like he laughed and then they all laughed. Ha, 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 good one. <laughs> he laughed and they both went, that's really weird. Why would you tell her that? He's basically set up this entire joke would, for his own amusement. For his own amusement. No, for his own. For his own. Why would you tell her that? Why would you believe that? Why would you? <laughs> Honestly, could not wait for that dinner to finish. 
I've never oh, felt like God. such an idiot in all of my life. That's saying something. <laughs> that, re- that really is saying a lot, Caroline. <laughs> At least you didn't. Have a crush on Mick Hucknall. Carpet burn your lady bits. At least you didn't show the coppers your tits. It could be worse. Thank you ever so much for listening to episode 28 of the At Least You Didn't podcast. Now, at this point in the pod, uh, Annabelle and I usually tell you about what's going on in the next episode. Only slight issue, literally no idea what I've done with the recording. Can't find it anywhere. So if you don't tell Annabelle that she's not in this bit, I won't. Coming up on next week's episode, At Least You Didn't, Invent a questionnaire to try to snare a man. Insert something of Annabelle's that's really funny and awkward right here. Or humiliate yourself in front of the council. No, mummy! Cry!